Well, I mean, you're just wrong in so many ways here. Where do I start? Okay. I'll just sit here and be wrong in my wrongness. Welcome back, everybody, to this edition of Point Counterpoint. (laughs) So I have to start off by thanking our Patreons. Boo, Patreons, boo. (laughs) Do not boo the Patreons. I didn't say anything about the Patreons uh, verdict yet on the last episode that we did. That's why I'm booing you, Patreons. Why don't you be grateful to them for helping (laughs) us out each and every month with our shows? We appreciate you, Patreons, even if you vote for Brian on Point Counterpoint. Well, I think you might have the better on this one, so um, (laughs) we we will see. But let me start just by, I just, I, I got to thank each Patreon really fast. No particular order here. Thank you to Jonathan Heil, Jim and Deb Mason, Steve Creasy, Jennifer Swart, Chris Braga, and Steve Elsis. And I want to thank our newest Patreon, Chad Swindell, as well as our top level Patreon, which is Jeffrey Federson, who supports us at our highest tier of support. So thank you to each thank and every you. one of them. Yeah. So thanks to all of them out there for supporting the show each and every month. We really, really appreciate it. And for all of you out there listening to this show who aren't Patreons, guess what? They got access to this show at least a week or two early. They get to set the topics on this show. They get to tell us who Who won won the debate. And they also get a ton of special benefits from us. And we are in constant contact with them. Whenever they want, we talk to them. And we send them swag. We, we have not yet sent the swag out. It is coming for those in levels that get swag. I am, I am working on it right now. Uh, so we have not forgotten about that, but it is coming. But head over to our Patreon, patreon.com slash DCL Duo. Check out the monthly support tiers because these folks are fantastic. And we really, really appreciate each and every one of them. And they get special benefits, special stuff. So with that, we are on to our point counterpoint. And this show or this episode is about the Navigator. Navigator. And so we are going to wade into the most contentious of territories right now aboard Disney Cruise Line, which is better, the Paper Navigator or the Disney Cruise Line app. Now, before we get into this debate, I'm going to set some parameters (laughs) because the Disney Cruise Line app encompasses a lot of stuff. And Mm -hmm. so it is not fair to compare the full suite of the Disney Cruise Line app to the Paper Navigator because the Paper Navigator can't do instant messaging or emojis. Or some other things. So we're just going to talk about this purely from a scheduling perspective. Before we do that, I need to give just a, a sidetrack of a rant on this show, which is I am getting increasingly frustrated with everyone who really does not like more and more moving into the app. And so I've seen a lot made of the fact that Disney has now pulled the dining rotations off of your key to the world card and put them in the app. I'm going to take the side tonight that the app is better in part because I think the app does have all of this added functionality to it. And it has the ability that uh, Disney can change and alter it in ways. And I actually think sooner or later, we're not going to have Key of the World cards around our necks anymore. We're going to be using NFC on our phone to unlock doors. There's not a whole lot left on your Key of the World card that couldn't be handled through an Apple wallet at this point. And so I think that's the direction that that Disney is is headed. I don't know how long it might take them to get there. And I'm making no warranties on Disney's <laughs> ability to execute on this from a technology standpoint. But I got to believe that's where they're headed. That said... We're not going to get deeply into that. We are just going to talk about managing your schedule on board a Disney cruise, paper navigator versus in-app functionality on the cruise line app. Sam, should we toss a coin for who goes first? No, I'll let you go first. (laughs) I feel like this is that moment in 8 Mile, you know? 
You let him go first. Because I'm going to wipe the floor with him. I predict that Sam is going to just kill this episode because every I know everyone wants their paper navigator, but I'm going to tell you why I think the app is better. So I think the app is better for two reasons. One is I personally like to have my phone with me. It is just an, it's just what I use. I know a lot of people want to have them in their safe. I don't think that's possible anymore uh, on a cruise. It's unfortunate, but it's gone and it's a reality. So I don't mind having my phone with me. And I like being able to scroll through and see all the activities and just hit the favorite button, load up a day, and then get the alerts on my phone when things are coming up. I don't have to worry if I'm going to miss something. My phone is telling me that it's coming up and it's happening. And I can just constantly be browsing through and seeing what's there and favoriting things. And then if I do the thing I want, I can kind of unfavorite it and it falls off my schedule, right? I don't have to worry about it anymore. So I also like being able to wander around areas of the ship and I'm like, oh, there's the funnel vision. Like what's playing right now? Let me, you know, and, and, and when, how much longer until the next thing's up? Is there something coming up right after this? Or is it a long break and I don't want to settle into funnel vision? I want to head over to the adult pool. Like, I don't want to deal with paper for that. I, 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 my phone is in my pocket. I'd rather just grab it, take a look at it, favorite that stuff. I also, the second reason I think the app uh, is better is Disney has the ability to constantly update and change the app. And so I think we're going to see new functionality along the way with the personal navigator functions. I wouldn't be surprised to see things like maybe a calendar integration where you can put the events into a calendar, which I think would also make it um, a little bit more user-friendly especially for folks who want to be able to see kind of across the week what the different activities are and how they line up. I think that's an easy fix that Disney could do. Uh, And with the tech side of things, they have the ability to make those kinds of changes. I also think that eventually we will see kind of some way for Disney to address this. Like I want to see kind of that side-by-side view that you get off the paper navigator. So yeah, I'm not opposed to having my phone with me. I'm a tech early adopter. I think this is the direction that the company is headed. I think it's got a lot of flexibility to it. I think the functionality with it right now is pretty great. And so I'm 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 a fan of the the cruise line app. So Sam, counterpoint. <laughs> well, I mean, you're just wrong in so many ways here. Where do I start? Okay. I'll just sit here and be wrong. Am I wrong? <laughs> I am prepared for the 100% vote in favor of Sam from our <laughs> Patreons. So first, I'm going to say I'm going to give the app one bonus, which is that it's more environmentally friendly. I have to give it up for that. Not having uh, all that paper waste is the one benefit of the app. But other than that, there's no way that the app is better than the paper navigator. The app is a good add-on. It's a good tool because I I like Brian carry my phone around the ship. I am not one of those people who leaves my phone in the room and doesn't carry it around the ship. But I know there are people who do that and they should have the option to do that and to be able to just carry that paper navigator. But even setting that aside, even if you're somebody who uses the app like I do, that visual calendar, because there is no calendar integration in the app and it's just such a poor tool, although I will say it's gotten better, the way that you can favorite things and and whatnot now is better. But having the, the entire calendar laid out for you on paper and being able to plan out your day visually, you can only do that with the paper navigator. You cannot do that with the app. You can't see everything at once. You can't like look at, okay, well, what are the different things across all different categories or all different locations? Or if you want to plan out, I don't want to zigzag across the ship. So I'm going to spend, you know, I'm going to go to D lounge for this activity. Then I'm going to go to the movie theater for this movie. Like it's just such a better planning tool to have it 
in that paper form because of the way it's laid out. The other thing that's really nice is for things like Marvel Day at Sea. We haven't been done Marvel Day at Sea, but that paper navigator is so cool looking. It's got you know all the Marvel stuff on it. It looks like a, basically a comic book, right? So it's another souvenir to have for your trip. Yeah, but they could they could easily but they could easily do that as an overlay on the app. I just want to say that. Sure, they could, but they haven't, and they probably won't invest in it. And then another thing that I really like about the paper navigator is planning, right? So when you're planning your Disney Cruise Line cruise and you want to figure out, okay, well, what are the activities that are they're probably going to have? Or what are the shows they're probably going to have? Or what kinds of things are they going to have on my three-night sailing on The Wonder or five-night Western or uh, seven-night Western Caribbean on The Fantasy? You can go back to the Disney Cruise Line blog and look at paper navigators because they exist from years and years now. But no more. We can no longer go to the Disney Cruise Line blog and look up the, you know, at least not any current itineraries because they haven't been using the paper navigator now since cruising resumed. And they stopped using it, I think, shortly before cruising uh, uh, shut down. So now you really don't have the ability to look, you know, at past cruises and say, oh, well, this is what their itinerary looked like. And so this helps me plan out my itinerary because you don't have the functionality on the app to look at any of the activities in advance other than things that you have to pre-book. It's really much more difficult to plan out what you're going to do. And especially for people on that first day. So the first day on a Disney cruise embarkation day is always really confusing for people. And first time cruisers have no idea how to use the app at that point. And so having that paper navigator particularly on that first day, um, allows you to not miss things like the open house at the kids club or the DVC presentation or the D23. We miss the D23 thing every time we've been on the yeah, cruise. I just need to say one thing there, which is that Disney is doing a lot right now to educate people about the app at check-in, especially if they say, I haven't used it before or I'm a first-time cruiser. They're pulling them aside. They're walking them through the app and how it works once they're on board. And so... I hear you on, oh, there's this paper navigator. But I remember the first time we looked at a paper navigator inside the port and we were like, what the heck is all this stuff? It didn't have a ton of information in it. The app allows you to actually click through an activity and read more about it to understand what it is. And so I, I do think Disney is trying their best to help people understand, especially new cruisers or people who aren't as familiar with the app, understand what it is, how it can help you, how to navigate your day, answer your questions about it, all that sort of stuff. So I, I agree they're doing, they're making an effort on education. So I will agree with you, they're making an effort on an education, but I still think you should have the option. I understand if they want to eliminate some paper waste, but you should have the option to ask for a paper navigator at guest services, even if it's not delivered directly to you. So I think it's one of those things where the app is a good adjunct to the paper, but I don't think that the app is a good replacement for the paper navigator. I think the app is a fine replacement for the paper navigator. I think what you're talking about is giving people choice. That's fine. I, I, I think now we're straying into debating whether Disney should have eliminated the paper navigator altogether. Well, yeah, which is different than which is different than the question of is the app a superior experience to the paper navigator. I think my mind is the app is a superior experience to the paper navigator for a lot of the reasons I've said. Regardless, I, I do agree that if people want the ability to go to guest services and pick up a paper copy of the Navigator, I, I agree that Disney ought to do that. I think what Disney's struggling with is it's a Disney community. People hate change in this community. True. 
And so what they're going to end up doing is being like, well, I'm just going to go get my paper navigator every day and never even give this app a chance. Right. <laughs> and like, it's like people complaining about the Tiana overlay to, um, to Splash Mountain before they've even seen it. Right. And so I think people have to really give the app a chance, give Disney feedback about the app to make it better, give them a chance to address that feedback. Because I think right now, if Disney made a paper navigator available, they'd have like a line at guest services waiting to get paper oh, yeah, navigators. They would. And it would obviate the environmental impact impact that they're trying to negate. So like, I I just, I think we have to evolve with the times here. I think embrace the thing that Disney is giving us. I think it has a lot of goodness to it. And the way to make it better is to use it and tell Disney how it could be better. Not to just say, I want my paper back. Because I don't think that, I don't think that's happening. And I actually agree with, I agree to some extent with Disney, like cutting people off right now, because I, I just don't think that it would be like, oh, 15 people in the morning grabbing a copy of the paper navigator. So to me, the biggest problem with the app is just the that the, that they don't have a calendar layout like the paper navigator had, right? So I know, I know there are some people who are big on, I just don't want to carry my phone around on the cruise. And I totally understand those people. I'm not one of those people. So I'm not going to take that position because that's that's just not me. I think that's a valid position to, to and a valid reason to feel. But for me, I think the fact that they don't have a, an easy calendar layout for on that app, uh, you're right. It may be something that's coming, but you you asked to debate the paper navigator to the app, and I'm debating it as it is exists now. I'm not disagreeing with you. I'm just saying you were straying into territory of should Disney have fully eliminated the paper navigator? I don't think that's... Like, I don't agree with the decision to fully eliminate it, but I understand why they did. And I, I just want to end on one thing, and then we'll wrap up. And it has nothing to do with this. I just want to say... If you are out there complaining about having to carry your phone on board Disney or at Disney, I've seen this too. I don't want to have to carry my phone at Disney. If you are also handing that phone to photographers to take pictures of you and your family with characters, please step back and rethink your position. (laughs) I find it (laughs) internally inconsistent. All right. So I think we all carry our phones around primarily to take photos. And Disney is just taking advantage of that right now and, and knows that most of us have one in our pockets. And that's just the way it's headed. So if you've got a flip phone or a non-smartphone, I feel you. I feel your pain, but you're in the, the you're in the minority <laughs> at this point. And I, don't, I, I understand. I, my mother does not did not embrace the iPhone for many, many years, and I think today still treats it like it's a rotary dial phone. But no, I have to agree with Brian on that. Like that, the the fact of if if you still have a flip phone, you gotta get with the times. Uh, I won't go. I won't go that far. I mean, I, I, I do. To your point, I do think Disney should have some paper available because there will be people who say like, I can't work with this technology, and that's that's fine. They should make paper available for that reason. I'm just making the point. There's a general consensus of like people out there who say like, well, I don't like carrying my phone on board a cruise, and my sense is there are lots of people still carrying it who have that position because they want to use the camera on the phone. So. I, you know what I'm curious about? I'm curious about what um, Disney Cruise Line, and I, I don't know if any of our listeners know, but I'm curious about what Disney Cruise Line is doing for our sight impaired uh, cruisers. I, I, look, I guarantee there is some place on the ship that you can actually go get one of these things, but you have to you have to be d- able to demonstrate like a true reason no, why but, other than I but don't you want couldn't, the... But that wouldn't work. Even the paper wouldn't work for legally blind people. Unless, oh, for, yeah. yeah. I was thinking, yeah no, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm wondering if there's like a, a, a red Read out loud or Braille option. Well, I'm, those folks, I'm curious. Those folks actually would be a good audience for the app because the iPhone and other Android phones have accessibility features built oh, into that read them. them out Screen to you. readers, text enlargement features, that sort of stuff. And so as long as the app is accessible and can take advantage of those features, it's already better and, and ahead of the game in terms of the paper navigator. So 
Anyway, we're going to wrap it up there. Oh, I do have to end the show by saying thank you to our Patreons. For, thank you, Patreons. Well, and for voting. Oh, uh, and so Patreons. In the, <laughs> and so... <laughs> On the question of whether to have Palo on a three or four night cruise, it was like it was like four to one on the Patreons who wrote back, and we did get some other feedback from others out in the community that I can't count towards the vote, but I can say Sam was sitting out a lone vote of one uh, on the <laughs> on the Palo dinner front. So so uh, sorry to Sam. I will be prepared for the onslaught of the the big goose egg on my end around the paper navigator <laughs> this time around. But with that, we will wrap up point counterpoint, and we will see you next time.